Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Rob Patingolo of Trip Hacks DC. Rob, it's awesome having you on the show. Thanks, Gresh. Glad to be here. Super excited to have you on, Rob. I really appreciate you for hopping on the show. And uh, what I wanted to do is just read a little bit more about Rob so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Rob founded Trip Hacks DC to share his best tips and travel hacks with Washington, D.C. visitors. He hosts the Trip Hacks DC podcast and YouTube channel and is a tour guide who loves to show travelers around the nation's capital once they arrive. Trip Hacks DC Tours has hosted over a thousand guests since it launched. Rob, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. So I wanted to kick everything off and hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story. What led you to get started with your business? Sure. Absolutely. Well, I've been a tour guide now for eight years and I've done Trip Hacks DC for three. We're about to start year four, just at the time that this podcast goes live. And so as a tour guide, I have been showing folks around Washington, DC. I love doing that. And I always kind of wanted to branch out from just being a tour guide working for a tour company and to do my own thing, to have my own company. And it took a while to get there because the big challenge in this industry is that it's so heavily driven by advertising mm-hmm. and it's hard to outspend the big guys when you're just getting started and when you don't have a lot of resources off the bat. So that's why I started the Trip Hacks DC YouTube channel and podcast that you mentioned. I give my best tips, tricks, and travel hacks to folks who are visiting Washington, D.C., they get to know me a little bit, and then hopefully they you know, watch enough videos, listen to enough podcasts that they decide, hey, I want to have this guy show me around when they come. Yeah, it, it makes so much sense. And I know it probably varies. You know, I'm sure you talk with the people that come to D.C. and how long they're going to be here. But there's literally, and I grew up here, so there's literally so much that you can do, so many places you can go that sometimes you get overwhelmed and you need somebody that has that expertise. They can kind of probably guide you as you're able to, to go through your, uh, your visit. Absolutely. It's very overwhelming when, especially if you've never been here before, when you're just looking at a list of all the things that you can do, all the (laughs) museums you can go to and the sites and the fact that there are over a hundred hotels in Washington, DC, not even to mention the suburbs. So Mm -hmm. just trying to navigate all of that when you're planning a trip is challenging. And I get that. And I think that's what's appealing to a lot of people when they find the YouTube channel and podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Any, any way you can find an easy button, that is always the, the way to go. So um, I, I know you touched on it a little bit. I want to hear a little bit more on like some of the things that, that you might have on the YouTube channel, the podcast, and some of the content that we can find there. Yeah, so the YouTube channel, I try to do about five to 10 minute videos, typically closer to five minutes. And they're just tips that you can use for your trip. So my most popular video by far, uh, it's always been the most popular video, is how to ride the DC Metro. And to you and me, we live here. We've lived here a long time. It's, it seems obvious. It's just something that's second nature. But I realized that a lot of people who visit there, you know, this is a big city. Uh, and, you know, we take that for granted, but they have maybe have never ridden a metro or a subway before. And so it, it can feel overwhelming. They want to make sure they're doing it right. And for every person who tells me that they stood on the correct side of the escalator because of my videos, I take a little <laughs> bit of pride in that. 
Yeah, I'll only laugh because I know exactly what you mean. I've been in so many times where I've gotten on the wrong side and you have to run all the way over because the train is coming over. But I know that could definitely be frustrating, you know, when that next train comes. But you're absolutely right. Those, you know, simple things that we take for granted. Um, sometimes you, you need to have that information. So again, it's great to have kind of like a resource that allows you to do that. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, and the podcast is great too because it, it lets me, just like this podcast that we're doing now, it lets me have guests who bring their own unique perspectives and experiences. So for example, I'm not a restaurant expert. I don't eat at very many restaurants and people find that surprising, but you know, it's tough to eat at restaurants all the time. They're expensive and, and we've got lives, we've got stuff going on. So I've been able to bring in people, for example, who do eat at a lot of restaurants, restaurant editors, food writers to talk about the best places to go. And to me, that's great because I get to share some expertise that I personally don't have. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really like the beautiful thing for like podcasts, YouTube channels, again, the opportunity to, to connect with people is that you don't have to know every single aspect, but sometimes you just need to know who to call or who to reach out to or what video to go to or podcast to listen to in that case. And you have people that really focus on that and, and really have tried, you know, all the different restaurants. So you can just kind of lean on them for their expertise. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce and it can be for you personally or your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Well, I think what the reason why people sign up for tours uh, with me specifically is because they get to know me. That's not something that you typically get when you're traveling to a new place. You uh, look up, you know, tours in whatever city you're going to and you find a whole bunch of tour companies and options and all that. But it's, it's very rare that you actually know who the tour guide is before you show up. Uh, and so that's one of the, that, that was the secret sauce that really got this going and, and made it work initially. Now, of course, one person doesn't scale. I know a lot of your guests are one person operations. And so eventually I had to bring in a team and, and that was a challenge at the beginning, but I've really been able to uh, start building some trust around my team so that people are now excited to go on tours with them as well, in addition to just me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and definitely correct me if I'm wrong, kind of sounded like you said this before. You also even I guess before somebody actually goes on a tour or calls you sounds like you start to build that relationship through some of the the, the mediums that you have the podcast because you said they get to learn a little bit more about you. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, there's always this debate in the business world about how many touches you need to make with a potential customer before they eventually buy from you. And I've heard everywhere from seven to 30, who knows what the real number is, but <laughs> right. you know, there's over a hundred videos on that YouTube channel. There's 20 podcast episodes right now. And so if people watch 20 videos or they listen to 10 podcasts, that's a lot of time that they're spending with me and really building that relationship before they even get here. Yeah, absolutely. And then and, and it just kind of shows your expertise. And I think, again, that's the beautiful thing about this day and age is that we have the opportunity to kind of showcase our expertise, you know, and, and interview people. And then, of course, uh, take people on tours, which, which is the fun thing to do, I'm sure. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, the the book that kind of launched this whole thing was uh, the book Side Hustle by Chris Gillibo, uh, because mm -hmm. I did start it as a side hustle. I didn't just quit my job and, you know, jump into this. I uh, really built it up in addition to my job. And it, it worked perfectly because my day job is a typical nine to five office job. And most people who come to Washington, D.C. Uh, want to take tours in the evenings. And so mm -hmm. it worked out perfectly where I could work my job and then leave the office and go right out to the National Mall, give them a tour. So it was really great to just have that um, you know, idea that this can be a side hustle. It doesn't have to be something that you go all in on. And I was able to build it up slowly, but surely. And I'm really, 
really happy that I, I got going that way. Uh, the other thing, you know, my, my CEO hack is to always think a little bit outside, uh, you know, outside the box. And I, I know that is probably something that a lot of people say, but for me, you know, I think about SEO, you know, uh, there's tons of tour companies in Washington, DC, and they're all fighting over the keywords, Washington, DC tours, Washington, DC walking tours. And it's, it's tough. You know, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it, it's tough, no doubt about it. And so I thought, well, you know, maybe I can't crack Google, but I think I can crack YouTube because none of these companies are over there. And so I focused on SEO, but I focused it on YouTube instead of on Google. And really that was the hack that really put me over the edge. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I, I definitely, you know, appreciate you for, for breaking that down. For one, I mean, even just from understanding, I think sometimes we get that we want to start a business or we might want to do this or take whatever step and we almost feel like we have to do it at a snap of a finger. But the process that it takes to do that, and, and it cr it's crazy that, the the schedule that you have perfectly aligned with the schedule that every that your target market had as well too so you were able to to kind of um hit that that, that very sweet spot um but i think that is you know remarkable and, and that, that you were able to scale that but then too like you said i think when you get into your industry you start to see that there's certain opportunities that you want to be aware of so that you can kind of take advantage of that yeah and, and in many ways it's just lucky that the schedules aligned that way. But I also knew that that was the case because I've been a tour guide for four years prior to that. And I knew that uh, for the company I worked for, the most popular tour by far was the Evening Monuments Tour. And so if I hadn't done that, I might've been you know, thinking, oh, people wanna go in the morning or they wanna go at lunchtime. But because I already had that experience, I already knew what was gonna work. And so I'm very, I'm very happy that I, I had that experience going in. Yeah, absolutely. And any and that's why, you know, a lot of people that start business, they do have some type of interning or, you know, maybe working with a coach or a consultant or something so they can kind of elevate and get that expertise and that information so that they can shorten the learning curve, so to speak. So you're not doing, you know, uh, morning tours for six months and then trying to figure out why it's not working as well as you would have hoped. You already already have that kind of leg up on on getting started. Yep. Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice or something you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. One thing I would tell my younger business self is to think beyond me. And what I mean by that is, you know, I built this company around me, uh, me as the face of it. I'm in all the videos. I'm the host of the podcast. And so there's only one of me. And during some busy times of the year, like during the Cherry Blossom Festival in the spring, people book up my tours, you know, weeks in advance. And then people contact me and they say, Hey, I want to go on a tour with you. What can I do? And I say, well, sorry, I'm already booked, but I've got this other great tour guide who you can go with. And at the beginning they would say, eh, no, no, thanks. Not interested. Mm -hmm. And so that was really discouraging because I realized that there's only one of me. And when, once I'm, you know, booked up, then that's kind of it. So I would tell my younger self to think forward, to think, to train people, to train the potential customers, to think beyond me as well. Yeah, that's definitely a huge nugget and, and kind of just reminds me a lot of the e-myth where, you know, you're, you're really great at what it is that you do. So you, you have that business and you start the business, but a lot of people want to you know work with you. They want you to, to kind of have that hands on and there's only so much we can scale ourselves. We only have the, the, the 24 hours in a day as much as we have. So it, it definitely sounds like you've been able to do that as well, too. Have you found like there's certain, um, I guess things that you've done that have really, you know, helped you to be able to build that connection with other team members in addition to yourself. Yeah. Well, one of the great things about the videos is that people can watch those before uh, we start talking about having them give tours for me and they can decide, Hey, this is something that 
I'm aligned with that I'm on board with or no, this isn't this isn't for me. And so it kind of makes it easier for people to decide whether they want to do this or not uh, before they even get started. Um, it's also good now I have a lot of reviews for mm. some of my other tour guides. And, and that's a big thing in this industry. And, you know, when you're researching travel, you're, you're going to the reviews, you're seeing what people are saying. And the reviews are overwhelmingly positive. Now, at the beginning, every single review said, hey, my tour with Rob was great. Yeah. And I'm very happy, very proud of those. But I really needed some that said, hey, the other people are great, too. And I finally have those. So when people are researching, they're seeing, oh, it's not just Rob. It's these other people as well. And if I get a tour with them, I'm going to be perfectly happy with it. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, and do you find um, if, you, if, if you I know a lot of times, you know, when building a great team and having people in place, you always want to have complementary people as well, too. Do you find that, you know, as you said, I'm not, I don't know if one of your restaurant guys is like specifically focused on food, but something along those lines where you have your strengths and they have their strengths and it kind of gives you that full complement uh, of people that they can reach out to. Yeah, haven't quite gotten all the way there yet. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's kind of a next step is to right. using people's skills. Right now, um, we're all kind of just leading the same tour. It's just a, a monuments tour in, in right. DC, which is very popular. Don't get me wrong. But it's also not really that unique. Um, whereas mm -hmm. like a, a food tour or a coffee tour, things that people might be really good at leading. And I've kind of had conversations about doing that. We haven't really branched into it yet. But your idea is a very good one. And I'm definitely working towards that. Awesome. Great. Great to hear and definitely, you know, wait for it. And I agree. think that's definitely great, you know, that you are already thinking about that. You already had that seed planted. So that just means that it's going to be sprouting sooner rather than later. So definitely appreciate that. And uh, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Rob, what does being a CEO mean to you? It means making sure that every single customer gets exactly what they want and leaves happy. And so as CEO, I'm lucky this is still a small business. I can have a personal interaction with every single customer, whether they go on tour with me or not. And I truly believe that that's one of the reasons why when you go and look at the reviews on TripAdvisor or Google, that they're so overwhelmingly positive. But to me, being CEO means being in charge of the customer experience and making sure that it's an excellent one and that they're all going to leave happy and that they're going to tell their friends that this is something that they need to do when they come to Washington, D.C. Absolutely. That makes so much sense. And I think so many times we get um, lost in the sauce, I guess you can say, and we are not looking and reminding like why we do what we do to have that satisf satisfaction from the customers and starting with one customer, then two and so on and so forth. It starts to build and it starts to grow. But I think if we lose that focus, no matter, you know, if we have a small business, medium size, whatever size our business is, then we lose kind of like the essence of why we started and what it is that we're doing. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 Well, Rob, truly appreciate that. And I truly appreciate your time even more. Uh, what I want to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And then of course, how best they can subscribe to the YouTube, find your podcast and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah. I hope that anyone who's listening and, and wants to jump into this, just, just jumps in. And just like me, you don't have to quit your job. You don't have to spend a ton of money. You just pick up a few books and get some inspiration, listen to podcasts just like this one, and then jump into it. You know, don't, if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. And I've certainly had some other ideas that didn't work out and it wasn't the end of the world. So I hope that your listeners can, can take that and appreciate it uh, like I did. Uh, for getting in touch, uh, triphacksdc.com is the website. And of course, the YouTube channel is also called Trip Hacks DC. So is the podcast. Uh, you can find that on the website or search in some of the podcast apps uh, if you use one that you particularly like. Otherwise, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. 
Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much again, Rob. We will definitely have those links and information in the show notes as well, too, to make it easier for everybody. Uh, but thank you again for that reminder as well, too. I think so many times we get caught up in, in the try, 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 and we don't actually do. And, and understanding that sometimes the things that don't work out are part of the process. We all have things that didn't pan out as well as we would have hoped. But the, the difference is that we continue to take action. So I appreciate that reminder and appreciate you again, too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Of course, you too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.